Hello, hello, hello. I'm Alex. And I am Paula. And you are listening to Deep Space Guy. Into the garbage, you fly boy. Wait a minute. How did this happen? We're smarter than this. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. This is where the fun begins. You are indeed listening. I hope. Star Wars not, Jingle. Well, pay attention. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars Jingle. We're going to write a happen. test about this. <laughs> you oh better my God. fucking Someone do. sneezed so loudly. <laughs> didn't hear that, didn't. Oh no, it's a dog. <gasps> a dog sneezed? Yeah. No, I, I, I think it just barked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it just sounded like a sneeze. <laughs> At first I thought maybe it's like a man outside, but no, it's, a, it's, it's not a man. It's a dog. It's a dog. Yeah, doing yeah. it doggy style. <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. So we're setting the tone for today's episode. Which I is... hope not, honestly. <laughs> I thought we would be intelligent to at least like a degree, like to a... Uh, yeah, I don't think... Maybe you, this woman right here is not going to do that. I'm tired. So mm. you are the smarts today. Congratulations, you have the brain cell. Oh man, I've never yeah. had a brain cell in my entire life. <laughs> Do you Not want once? to use it and tell the people what we're doing? Yeah, we're talking about, finally, like as you might have gathered from the intro, we're talking about Star Wars today. We are indeed talking about Endor, or as many people might call it, the best show that Star Wars has released in 2022. Not just me, like honestly, I've read many, 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 many reviews about this show. Hmm. And. It seems to be the consensus for most yeah. people. Yeah, a lot of people loved it. Indeed. So um, that's what we're doing. Did you know that Endor was aired between the 21st of September and the 23rd of November of last year? I was there. Imagine you were that. There? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> you were even there with me for like the like good part of episodes, it. Like, yeah. Like five or six episodes or something. No, three plus five or six more because the first three were oh, released true. yeah yeah You're right. yeah so see, we watched we, uh, most of the rest together so yeah we like yeah we hardly ever watch them by ourselves like totally by ourselves yeah so that's always nice um when you do that yeah um it was developed and written mostly by tony gilroy but also by his i think brother Dan Gilroy. Yeah. And, well, here I am again with a name I can't read. Karen. Karen. No, that's not Karen. Karen directed this. Oh. I think his name is maybe, well, it says Bean on my, it says Bean on my um, page here that I've written my stuff on, but I don't think it's Bean. What's the first name? Something with B. But it's not Bean, I think. Wait, 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 wait. Why? What kind of name do you have? I don't know. <laughs> I can't fuck? write. Ben, no, that's not Benjamin. It's Bo. Bo, Bo. Williman. Bo. Yeah, and since, you know, you and N kind of look the same in my handwriting, I was confused. Because what kind of name is Bo? I mean, there's like Bo Burnham. Yeah, like, but <laughs> spelled differently with an O. This It's a French. Oh, it's just like, the French beautiful guy. <laughs> Oh, like, like, like B-E-A-U. 
Yes. Oh, okay. Hence the confusion with bean. Bean, yeah. I'm sorry, it's been a day. Oh my God, this is not going well. Okay, so <laughs> Bo, <laughs> Bo Willeman and Stephen mm. Schiff. Okay, and it was directed, well, they directed like each, you know, like mm. a couple episodes. By Toby Haynes, he directed six out of mm. 12. Then Benjamin Karen, three. And Susanna, Susanna, Susanna. Oh, Susanna. You know the one. <laughs> White. <laughs> she directed three as well. Susanna? No, it's Susanna, right? Susanna. Even with an S, not a Z. I don't know. I mean, it probably depends on where you're from, honestly. I never fucking know how to pronounce people's names. Like, no one. Not that, anyone. No, it could be a German name, could be an English name, could be any other name. Yes, and I know that one of the um, producers was German woman. Sanne, German Sanne. woman. <laughs> German not woman. a German yes. woman she was the German woman you know like when you think of the the prototype of the German woman she's the number one the first oh German man. woman this is the Kenobi <laughs> episode all over again what is it with Star Wars you I know? don't know I don't know well okay Sanne Wollenberg that's her name that's okay. definitely German woman name yeah <laughs> German. <laughs> I, I know that because her. of my work. What? Good for her getting yeah, that, you know, yes. Disney money. Indeed. Very good for her. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> now you can say what the show was about. Yeah, since since Kenobi kind of escalated with the synopsis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was like 18 minutes. So I'm trying Yeah, to we gave th- every single opinion that we ever had about Star Wars in that synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to keep this short. The problem with this yeah. show is like, first of spoilers, I feel like every time we don't say it immediately, I'm always like, what if someone will try to murder us because they're apparently stupid and listen to an end or review <laughs> without having know. seen one and then complaining. But you never know. There's always someone mm. out there. Yes. Um, yeah, the show follows multiple arcs. I'm just gonna summarize them one by one because it's quicker. The first character we have as the protagonist is Cassian Andor, played by Diego Luna. And basically, he grows up on Fer- Ferrix. 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 I yeah. always want to say Ferris because of. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he grows up there after being taken. I feel like that's the most neutral <laughs> way to say yeah. it. Um, by his mom. Um, isn't like an adoptive mother, or it is more like a taken mother? I think it's like an adoptive mom. Yeah, they right. also Wikipedia also says adopted. So yeah, when we know what Wikipedia says is the truth. Um, Always. Yeah. So basically, what happens with him throughout the show is he he stumbles along and gets into situations where you usually shouldn't be in. So it starts with him trying to um, sell this Starpath unit, which is like very important. And um, he's trying to sell it to the rebellion and get some cash. And that kind of escalates. And then he has to run from the law. That's what happens in the first three episodes. Then he's involved in um, Aldani, which is um, they're trying. It's like like a base, basically, on a planet. And they're trying to get all the money and credits and information that is stored there and basically it's like planning and a lot of people mistrusting him because they're like who the fuck are you um fair enough and it's very intense um people die and after that he takes a vacation gets arrested immediately (laughs) for 
not even jaywalking for walking and looking and gets sent to prison for six years um where he's suffering because the prison system sucks and i'm pretty sure we'll talk about these episodes because they were amazing and um he gets out of prison and he returns to Ferrix after like fleeing and barely surviving and um while the situation on Ferrix is escalating he frees bix who is like a former girlfriend slash a female friend and um because she was tortured by the empire and in the end he helps his friends and some of his family members evacuate from the planet and yeah and joins the rebels okay that was was arc number two yeah i'm trying it's they had so much happened the second one is we have our favorite new queen mon mothma i mean we did love her before but now we get to love her even more um her arc mostly is she is financing a lot of the rebellion and she is in a lot of trouble because um the empire is getting in on the whole situation and she feels like she has nowhere to go and that's a lot of like what the her story is about trying to figure out where she can get that money how she can explain the you know the missing money and at the end she frames her husband's game gambling addiction (laughs) (laughs) um which is just genius and um she basically she's also heavily involved with a few other members of the rebellion but she's more in the high society and she's also another part of something if you've watched rebels you know that um she is politically active and she tries to keep the empire in check but you know it's not working that well she's not just politically <clears throat> active she's the senator of chandrilla yes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one might say. Sometimes she signs (laughs) petitions. (laughs) She replocked our post. Like, what can I say? Queen. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have our favorite new white boy. Um, So, so, your favorite new white boy. (laughs) He is a fucking joke, and I love him. His name is, I instantly forgot his name Cyril Korn. Yes. Mm -hmm. Cyril is. Another Korn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um he is obsessed. Like obsessed with Cassian because that's something I didn't say. Cassian in the beginning murders two guards. That's how the whole situation erupts. And um Cyril is the one who investigates it and he's basically he gets fired, then he gets hired, then he gets bullied <laughs> by his mom, then he <laughs> starts stalking um what's her name? Dedra. Dedra. Deidre, yeah. almost again, Debra, Dedra. There is a connection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now she he begins stalking Deidre, and um, in the end, kind of saves her, but it's also really f- weird. Um, and he's still obsessed. He wants to find Cassian and bring him to justice, and he believes in the system. But he also gets bullied by his mom and eats blue cereal. So, yeah, yeah. And this is basically what happens throughout the show. <laughs> Not that I'm saying it like this. It sounds really boring, but. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. So that's the show. And in the end, basically everyone is miserable. Um, the rebellion is catching fire. And um, the last scene Let we have move. is... Yeah. Oh, I, sh- I really need to reread Hunger Games. I think about that every day. Um, yeah. yeah. And in the end, as I said, Cassian joins the rebellion. And well, let's see where it goes from there. Indeed, we, we will see. Yes, at some point in a couple of years. 
they're shooting at the moment, but you know, it yeah. takes a while. I mean, yeah. yeah. Better this way than just hurrying it along and having it suck, which sometimes yes. happens. As we have said so <laughs> many <it>. times. <laughs> no, we. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say it. No, but, but yes. we all know. I think yeah. we've already talked about this too. In I our, don't know if we um, talked about it on podcast. I wasn't no, sure. No, we have in our review. Mm. We oh, did, you're right. We even yeah. compared Andor and Kenobi in terms of production value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that's the show. Yeah. Today I want to switch it up because I feel like our dislikes might be way, way less than our likes. Yes. Because I don't have any dislikes. Like none that stood out extremely, you know? Do you have any? Me neither. I didn't write anything down for dislikes. Okay. Yes. So good decision. Now, I one thing I thought about before recording, minutes before, I was like, the only thing I think that might have made the show a bit better is I feel like a lot of times, I mean, I love a good, you know, when they name drop something and I'm like, oh my mm -hmm. God. But the thing is, sometimes I felt like, you know, we do know like what's called the IBS, they're evil, mm -hmm. but I wish they would have explained a bit more like ISB. the intricacies. IBS ISB. Is, yeah. um, is, um, is a health issue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the ISB. I, sometimes yeah. I wish, but that's the thing, you know, sometimes it would have been nice to have, the, or for example, what exactly is the role of the Senate in this time? Because we do know like Mon Mothma is doing stuff, but sometimes I, like that's the one thing I wish they would have, because they did have the time, you know, just scratch yeah. three minutes of Cassian looking sad and just put that in. I think that would have been nice for maybe people who aren't that much, because I am a casual Star Wars fan, you know, mm -hmm. and you sometimes I was that, like, yeah. yeah, and sometimes I was like, But why, like, I know it's important, but how much authority does this Senate actually have at this point? And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's something that will come later, but would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. No, it's true. Um, that's definitely a thing. Um, and I definitely see your point, but I think maybe with Mon Mothma's arc, we could have integrated that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm, for yeah. sure. Also, I would have loved to learn more. Like, and I think maybe, like, maybe it's not the place, but they tease like a little bit, you know, about like Chindrilan culture mm -hmm. and like their value systems and stuff. And I would have loved to, you know, if they didn't just hint at it, but maybe you know, show it a little yeah. bit more. I don't know. Maybe even show the planet. That would have yeah. been cool. We've also just talked about <laughs> Chandrana. <laughs> oh, well. Camps yeah. up a lot. Um, yeah, no. So I think we're going to see it in the future. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. certain that we're going to see the um, planet. But um, yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, yeah. Also, I wish we had more B2 involvement. Just thought of that. I was like, you know yeah. what? I wish he would have been there more. But <laughs> like, at the same time. A lot. Yeah, he was the emotional catalyst of the whole yeah. thing. Like, if I'm pretty sure if that guy didn't like kick, hadn't kicked B2, I don't yes. think it would have escalated the same way. No, <laughs> like honestly, and I get it. That's like kicking a dog, a dog who's like because he's stuttering, sentient. so it's like a sentient dog who's yeah. stuttering. Like how evil, <laughs> the, <laughs> the evilest. Like, what the um, fuck? That is empire behavior. If I ever saw it, um, that's how you catch him. That's how you catch them, yeah. No, um, but yeah, in general, like, I don't think they could have improved on it 
that much. No, me neither. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's why mm -hmm. I wanted to do the dislikes first, because I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about the likes quite a lot. And I was like, get it out of the way. Yo. So, start. Yes. Okay, so I want to start with something that you also started off on, the episode <coughs> structure. Because it felt very fresh and new and unusual. Probably just because we're not used to this anymore, <laughs> because back in the day, I just um, reminded myself of that earlier. Like, shows used to be like this all the fucking time. You had an arc, and then the arc was over, and then you moved on to the next thing. But yeah. since now we all have these condensed mm -hmm. shows that are sometimes more like a very long movie, mm -hmm. even, you don't really see that too much, especially not with like, um, like with Disney Plus shows, yeah. I want to say. God, right? yeah. Um, it's all a very long movie mm. a lot of the time. And you don't really have these arcs anymore because you don't even have the time. Like if you have like six or seven episodes in total, like that would make no sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it felt really like really fresh in a way that you didn't really like it was all connected, obviously, because mm -hmm. you had like um, Cassian in the middle of it and at the center. But you like didn't ex like I didn't expect him to go to prison I did not <laughs> no I was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah okay. same. I remember watching that episode after I was done with having COVID I think yeah um, and I was like uh the fuck <laughs> yeah. what are you doing um going to prison yeah <laughs> no like I really for enjoyed walking. the episode <laughs> yeah for walking and looking um I really enjoyed that part of it um that you had these neat little um structures basically yeah like little yeah. like story arcs literally story arcs not just one yeah. blob of a story indeed. indeed yeah no i really enjoyed that i know some people weren't you know too much in it mm. with that but i personally liked it a lot yeah gotta mm -hmm. agree gotta yeah. agree no, it okay. was really good and it kept me invested. That's something sometimes mm -hmm. when shows are made to be binged, I don't binge them or I don't feel the need because I'm at some point I'm like, oh, we've been spending like six episodes in this arc and we're not going anywhere and we're going in yeah. circles and I just want to move on. Mm -hmm. So it kind of reminded me and it's not the same, like clearly not, but it did remind me of Witcher season one because there we also had yeah. three very different arcs and it was super, I only like knew what was happening because of Julian and because he told me <laughs> and because we were watching together and he was like, oh, this happens then, this happens then because I think he played the games. Yes. I know other people were very confused. Which like me, I get. and then you yeah. told me, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> it's super confusing. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it's nice, because you had like sometimes a monster of the week kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then you had like three different things going. Like it's, it's you know, it's easier sometimes. I think it's the yeah. ADHD, honestly. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, now what I wrote down first was cinematography, and we already mm -hmm. talked about that with Kenobi, but the show looked so good. And I think some parts of it was because they actually shot on location, and not only in a room where they pretend like there's wind. Yeah. 
Yeah, which, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's like, I know we're all super hype about the new technology with the Mandalorian and the cameras. Like, we've all seen it, the LED lights. Jonathan Frakes was really excited. Yeah, and the thing is, as I'm currently re watching Strange New World, there it makes sense because it's a closed room. Yes. And yeah, I get yeah. it, but I feel like every time, even the Mandalorian, it looks so good, but you see it's like not real. And not yeah. only because it's like in space, no, it's not real desert like in star wars you can see the sand in their faces you know like you can mm -hmm. see the nature and that's yeah. something i liked and also um the use of vfx <laughs> i always have to think about when they're fleeing from aldani and they're flying through this natural phenomenon with the mm -hmm. lights holy shit i was like Oh my god, this looks so good. I I didn't expect that from a Star Wars show. I was like, you're no. a Disney production. I thought you're mediocre. <laughs> When it comes to VFX, I was yeah. like, uh, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, like, it looked so good. That's something, there wasn't really a scene where I was sitting there like, oh, this is Wanda Maximoff wobbling in and out of focus. <laughs> Yo. so um no that's one thing like the cinematography it's fucking amazing and the panem vibes in the beginning thank you yes universe thank you tony yeah thanks tony yeah thanks no um that's something i obviously also wrote down um and something that i also want to say is not just the cinematography like as a whole but also the <coughs> sets that they oh, had yeah. built and that look like corporal like mm -hmm. real like They were you can touch them yes yeah indeed like um the houses like mm -hmm. the, the the brick roads on yeah barracks mm -hmm. it looked so good i yeah i really really loved that um and also what i really enjoyed were the costumes yes because they also looked real and lived in because that's a thing about star wars like everyone's always especially if you're like on coruscant or something mm. or naboo or i don't know like People don't look like they could actually wear these things yeah. and do anything. Mm. Even Jedi robes. I think about that a lot. They're very impractical. Yes. The wide sleeves that always get in your way. You Ugh. know, like, why? Yeah. The cloaks that they always just scatter around. <laughs> I don't know. So, like, these is there, people... Is there one person <laughs> in the Jedi Order who just makes the cloaks? Like... Do they like have a department? Like, they probably have. I mean, have. I guess they have, like, a quartermaster or something, right? That poor person. Like, imagine every single cloak Obi-Wan Kenobi threw somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he never picks them up again, right? No. Because, like, if he's in the, like, high-stakes fight, <laughs> he's not gonna go back later on. Like, it's, like, imagine the ship just gets blown up. He's not gonna collect his cloak. No, I mean... No. No sense for the environment that you yeah, made. There you have it again. Umweltsinner, <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. So, yes, um, what I wanted to say is mm. the characters here look like they um, wear their clothes for a reason, be it yeah. protection from the elements or um, like protection at work because they work at a scrapyard or something. Mm. Um, you know, like it makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm just gonna continue on because like you covered a lot of ground um, not just the CGI was really good because it's like they didn't rely on the CGI 
they mm. used it to supplement what was already there. And that is how it should be, in my opinion. Yep. I mean, not only um, in yours. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people's opinions. And also, there were practical effects, which, mm. like, yes, like, let's go back to that, you know? Yeah, why did we leave? I mean, I Because get it, sometimes we don't want to kill. Important, like, important technology and, yeah. like, this expensive shit, and now they want to use it, but... Um, and they also don't want to kill the stun people, like, that's one thing I yeah, prove sure. of. Don't kill your stun people. Please, please don't yeah. kill anyone, actually. You can um, kill your actors, but not the stun people. <laughs> yeah yes indeed okay yeah so that was what i have for mm. like looks wise yeah and one thing i really loved about the clothes as well is it's not only because they're lived in i really like how they told a story in themselves like mon mothma a lot of times when she was in private she opened up you know and mm -hmm. she you know tried to get some fresh air onto herself with her dress and her colloques but at the same time with um luthen where he literally changed mm -hmm. to get into this persona and I, that's something like they use clothing as a storytelling device to tell you so much about the characters as you said like when we see oh, what's his name wait the, who? the great amazing best friend Big? <sighs> wait no no that's her what's his name brasso or something brasso yeah yes brasso and you look at him and you immediately not only know oh he's working there but you immediately know that's the status like you you like and even the way they use clothing in the um in the prison where you literally like they don't have any shoes because so yeah. they can electrocute those people and like it using these things as storytelling devices is just i don't know something i feel like is missing a lot of times because especially in like disney mcu shows everyone oh, looks the same absolutely in mcu shows like yeah. 100,000%. percent they have one like container with clothes that they just yes. <laughs> like put other people in and then they invest all the money in like cgi superhero costumes and Indeed. you know It's kind of sad. Um, and one thing I also loved about the show is how they not only used like clothing and sets, but also details in the way like, for example, sometimes you had these shots of someone eating or for example, with like, you know, um, when they were on Aldani and like the, with the, with the, with the sheep, basically. Yeah, um, the sheep. Yeah, and they were, you know, giving each other food and there was like all these little things which we do on an everyday basis. And... It's always weird when people, and I know they always try to do it in a way that they're like, look, this person's relatable. She's eating a sandwich. But then you're like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird because they put mm -hmm. it so much in the center. And here you have these, there was this one scene where I know, like, I don't even know why, but with the judge on um, the Florida planet. Yeah, Space Miami. <laughs> yeah. She was eating like nuts or something. And they focused on that so much because for her, this was such a... An everyday thing to send people Boring to prison. Yeah, like almost like, like, oh, I hate my job. I'm just here to snack and send people to jail for life. And that, you know, it's really fucked up, but also it tells you so much about the environment these people are in. So that's something I really liked. Indeed. No, I enjoyed that too. Yeah. Um, like that's something that I wrote down so many times. It feels real. Like yeah. all of it feels real, even though it's in space. And like these people, like fly, like, starships mm. and i don't know have like weird aliens as their neighbors or whatever yeah. like it still feels it still feels yeah. real like i don't know it's um, it's cool um 
Yes, and that is also something that we can now, you know, go into. Because um, I really enjoyed that we look into the lives of, like, working class people. Yeah. At the same time that we look into the lives of a senator, Mon mm. Mothma. The thing is, like, yeah, we have seen senators before. Like, we know Bail Organa or Padme. But we don't see their lives at all. No. We just see them, like, either at work and then Padme sometimes, you know, with her husband or something. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, like, we don't see their lives. Like, we see Mon Mothma's apartment, like, the whole time and mm -hmm. how opulent it is when she's just trying to scrunch up, like, the last credits for the rebellion. Like, it, it's so yeah. it's so good. And then at the same time, we even see, like, the inner struggles of the ISB mm -hmm. and the Imperials, which is also so interesting because, obviously, like, they're people, even though they're, like, evil, fascist, like drones almost like they're people yeah. they have interpersonal conflicts and they struggle at work maybe and but for them that's a little bit more dangerous because they could you know lose their lives over that or something yeah. um but yeah like that was interesting because they put them all next to each other for you mm -hmm. to see and i don't know like it really like intrigued me yeah yeah no i get it hmm it's just sometimes I think about the show I'm like oh it's so fucking good like yeah. it just like someone sat down and had a plan and I'm like wow yes they had Great a plan job. and they went to all available resources to mm -hmm. make it seem not just real but like to make it fit into the universe at this very specific time yeah which I really enjoyed because a lot of the time people just <clears throat> don't yeah <laughs> they're just like i don't know someone told me something and then i wrote a screenplay yeah i i, had I never a... revisited it or yeah. made any annotations yeah sometimes i feel like some projects are just the first draft <laughs> like honestly like yes i feel like no one looked at it and was like well maybe we shouldn't you know <laughs> and that wasn't it like no the show was amazing and one thing when you were talking about status, you know, and working mm -hmm. class versus, you know, high society, yeah. I really like that some people had a choice with the rebellion. You know, Mon Mothma, I mean, she was very deep in, or Luthen even, he was so deep in. But because of the luxury and the money, or Vel, for example, mm -hmm. she could literally say, oh, I just robbed Aldani and we killed people and people died and this was all the shit show. I'm going to take a step back now and I'm going to be, you know, the senator's cousin again. Yeah, And you can just do that. And then on the other hand, you have someone like Cassian or, you know, Biggs or anyone like mm -hmm. working class. They don't have a choice. Like you either do or you die. And I don't know. I like that a lot because it really shows like where the empire is reaching every single day. And in the beginning, it's not actively oppressive. Like that's one thing I like on Ferrix. Like it's not like the empire is already there, like marching and being like already yeah. here. And but you still feel like everyone is so under the control of what they're doing. So they never really had a choice. And that's something I really liked about the show. Because Cassian, even though like he made some bad decisions, he never really had that much of a choice. Because literally, since he was a child, people just fucked up his life. And these people were the Empire. Yes, and that is some like that is a connection that I was just like, oh my god, they did that. Because like in Rogue One, he tells Jin, like, I have been in this for yeah. all my life and now yeah. they show it I'm like what the fuck it's yeah. so good 
what? And I saw people were confused about that because they were like, he wasn't in the rebellion since he was six. He's clearly an adult man. And I really liked like, <laughs> yes, clearly, an clearly he's an adult man. Clearly. But yeah. Yeah, clearly. he, he like is. 40. Yeah. Yeah, basically dead. <laughs> I mean, dead. he is basically dead. He will die soon. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. We're laughing, but we're also crying. <laughs> no, but that's the thing, you know, like he was in there. Like you're trapped in a system. If you live in an oppressive like regime, you're in there, especially if you're, you have two choices. You either, you know, resist or you just do. Like these are the two choices you have. And I'm not saying the same, like for example, with Deidre, like it's not like she had the same... Like, no, she no, went she to the academy like, and yeah. she wanted to become an ISB officer. And Yeah, you, you can yeah. still have ambitions within the system and that makes you the bad person. Not that you live mm-hmm. in the system, but that no. you choose to be actively involved in, you know, oppressing others. Yes. But that's also so, like, that's why it's so well written. Yeah. Because they actually looked at, like, I feel like he opened, like, Tony and whoever opened up a history book. <laughs> Tony <and> then. <laughs> Tony, yeah. Or pal. And bean. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. Or beans. Beans United. Mm-hmm. Um and I really like they like it feels like they actually did their research and they were like, Oh, what was it for people in like South America? Or even if like here in Europe, like we can we don't have to look far to look at <laughs> try to find no. oppressive regimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and I, I really like that. Like also with the prison system it just feels like it makes sense like this is finally i feel like for the first time in a long time i'm not saying it was never that but in this show you really feel why the empire is so scary because in the original movies it's not that scary it's just it's it's there and they're kind of funky yeah and also you don't really have the feeling that their reach is that big yeah i think because especially if you look at leia or something or luke even Mm. like i think there was dialogue in the original um you know movie before it was cut where it was like oh yeah no the empire never comes here like i'm sure you didn't see anything yeah um and they're right like they're only they're only there because you know of a coincidence and yeah it's interesting um that we have a much better understanding now and see that oh this could happen to anyone yeah Right? Literally Any anyone could country. die. Yeah. Especially yeah. the US. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're halfway there. Let's be yeah. real. Like, I'm not saying Germany is great. <laughs> but we're no. not that bad. <laughs> not that. Not quite that bad, no. <clears throat> um, yeah, no. Like, yeah, the cruelty feels much more real. Even, like, we talked about this last time. It's not... It's, there is a lot of violence, yes, yeah. um, that we see. But the most scary parts are the non-violent ones, basically. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Like, if you look at the torture um, Mm -hmm. of Biggs, for example, like, there was no act of violence involved. Mm -hmm. They didn't beat her or anything. Um, It made it even scary. Even, like, maybe because of the, like, guy, um, the doctor, like, uh, you know, he was very pleasant and he was like, yeah, and yeah i did this research and then i found this out and now we're using this basically and he was like very happy to share his like accomplishments and stuff and that made it even more fucked up yeah like the yeah because the violence i mean 
It was active, but it wasn't physical. I think that's more yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I would say actively that was pretty intruding yeah. and awful. Yeah. But it's like the the system really celebrates these acts of violence and cruelty in a way, you know, like De Deidre, she gets all these promotions and stuff because she, you know, guns down people and she makes sure like Cyril, he's not a problem anymore. And then he is again because he's just that obnoxious, um, that which way. makes him so funny. Like, that's the thing, you know, and it's just so interesting that But even it doesn't apply to everyone because Cyril, he was doing his job. Like, I'm not saying he's a good person. He was clearly doing his job investigating the murder. And the Empire still didn't care because they were like, yeah, these were just two random guards who were murdered, whatever. This is not high stakes. These aren't the rebels. And it's so interesting to see, like, how the Empire is so far reaching. But at mm -hmm. the same time, they're so nonchalant about stuff. You know, they're like, oh, yes. yeah. Indeed. Yeah, whatever. Two people died. We don't care. Yes, I agree. Um, but at the same time, there were stakes yeah. for every single person in this movie. There were yeah. very different <laughs> stakes. Like, yeah. you know, like for Cassian, for example, the stakes were his life, his yeah. people, his home planet. <laughs> like everything was yeah. on the line for him. And then for Cyril, like the stakes for him were his pride. Yeah. Which super important to him but also in the grand scheme of things maybe not that you know like um important important for yeah. anyone yeah. Um, except for maybe his mother who knows or his uncle <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't even think for them no. i think for them it's more of your disappointment <laughs> like and even yeah. that like all the main characters were so three-dimensional Yes. But at the same time, you can, like, it's not like I really enjoyed Cyril. Like, I, like every time he was there, I was like, oh, yeah, the fucking idiot is back, you know? Yes. Is he super evil? And is he a stalker? And is he, if I knew him in real life, would I be creeped out so much? Yes. And that's effective storytelling because you know why he's the way he is, but they don't make the excuses. Like, he's still a creep. Mm hmm And the same, like, with Cassian, like, you know why he is the way he is, and you sympathize oh, yeah. with him, but you also can realize, oh, he makes poor decisions. Like, he does. He does. Yeah. Frequently. Yeah. But it makes him, like, a um, human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Yes. And also, while all these characters are very different, they all serve a very specific purpose hmm. um, in the grand scheme of things and in the um, in the storytelling, which yeah. I really enjoyed. You know, like if like without Cyril, none of this would have happened. Yeah. Not like the rebellion would have not taken Aldani and gotten all these like um, credits and the information And, like, it's, it's crazy, it's right? It's so like, fucked up, yeah. yeah. It's, like, one thing. But at the same time, you can't really say, like, maybe they would have done Aldani. That's the thing, because Cassian, I mean, he was important, but that's something I really like. Everyone in the show is somewhat expendable. Mm -hmm. And not in the way where I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't like that character, just kill him off. It's more <laughs> like, to the greater scheme, they're not important. Yeah. And somehow they still are so, like, key, so, like such important key figures. It's, yeah. it's so interesting, like, because, you know, rebellions are built on hope, and I'm like, yes, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> Indeed, and it perfectly mirrors 
um, the whole concept of Rogue One, right? Yeah. Because no one knew their names. No one like knew what had to be done to get these plans to lay out to then yeah. you know destroy the Death Star. So it's like, yeah, and so not good. not only not no one like we don't know so much about these characters. We yeah. know now because of Andor, we know a lot mm -hmm. about Cassian, and we knew quite a lot of Jin, like about yeah. her life and everything. Everyone else was a blank slate, and you care yeah. so much for them because it's not about, I think, and that's why the show also works so well, and that's why Rogue One works so well. It's not about, the, like, it's literally not about the people, even though the, the, the show is called Cassian Andor. It's not about him, it's about the whole scheme of things. Mm -hmm. And Like, the individuals, like, you could replace every single character in Rogue One with someone else, and the story yeah. would still work. Because they're so, like, they, it's kind of funny, because they're so one-dimensional, like, not even two-dimensional sometimes. They're just there, and then they mm -hmm. die, and you're like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. No, it's right. It's right. Um, yes. In... Indeed, we have talked a lot about the characters now, hmm. um, but I wrote some stuff down for like all the main people, I think, what I like liked about them, I guess, hmm. or about their characterizations. And we start with um, Cassian, obviously, because, you know, he's the guy. <laughs> that um, yes, no, I really, really enjoyed his backstory. Yeah. Um, because like it is his backstory and I think they did very clever marketing there, not to like pet my own back or something, <laughs> but like <laughs> they did very clever marketing in the way that they were like, Oh yeah, it's um Cassian Andros backstory and you mm -hmm. go into the show kind of thinking about it and it is the backbone of the show um um of the show to like a certain extent, but like it you know, it builds upon that. Yeah. And I thought it was so well done because it shows you right from the beginning when the shuttle that drops onto the planet and, like, the whole destruction of the planet, it's not because of, like, the Empire. That's way before then. It's the Republic that did this. Mm. So they show that the bones and, like, that everything was already in there. Yeah. You know, because otherwise you couldn't have built the Empire upon these, mm -hmm. like, structures. Yeah. I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> so good. Um, so, you know, like, it serves as a mirror for the whole thing. Like, I don't know. Like, wow, the writing is just <laughs> so good. It I don't is. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, um, you know, Cassian. Also, he is a very good character because, like we already said, he makes mistakes all the fucking mm. time and he has to be convinced to take up these, um, like, these roles. He has yeah. to be convinced to, like, come with Luthen to go, like, to Adani to become part of the rebellion mm. in the first place. He does it because of the money at first, yeah. because, you know, that's what he needs at that moment. Yeah. He wants to help his friends and his mom. And then he has to be convinced to, like, take up a leadership role in the prison escape, in the prison mm. break. Like, you know? Yeah. And then he steps up because he has this hope and he has this trust in himself. And But even, even then, I don't feel like... Until the, I think the the first time he actually feels like the rebellion is going somewhere is after Ferrix wrote, and you know because mm -hmm. even then he doesn't go in there with the I'm gonna cause a rebellion. He's like, no, I'm gonna save Bix because she's my yes. friend, and I really like that because until the very last minute of the show, he is not someone who wants to be in the rebellion, no. and even after the prison break, like they do say, like 
they swear each other and they're like, yeah, we have to tell the people and everything. But he doesn't go out immediately and he's like, I'm going to join the rebellion. He's like, no, I need to save my friends. Like, this is the yeah. priority right now. And then he learns about his mom. And it's just so well done because he... And even in Rogue One, that's not a hopeful character. Mm-mm. You know, he's doing the dirty fight. And I feel like sometimes like it's like when you get up in the morning and you're like oh, i don't want to go to work why what am i doing moving here it's like 6 a.m and you hate yourself and i feel like that's him every single moment because i don't mm-hmm. think he like some people get pushed by hope like luke gets Very he's much. literally the new hope you know like he he's yeah. the you know inspiration that's not cassian like cassian is not someone who's in the rebellion because of like convictions He's there because he literally doesn't have a choice because it's yeah. either that or just die on a planet somewhere or go back to prison. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah. <coughs> really, really good. No. Okay. Cool. I continued with Deidre yeah. because I, like, I want to talk about her more because they, the writing here is done so cleverly. In the beginning, you see this woman fighting, like, mm-hmm. in a male-dominated workplace basically and you're like you feel do you feel for her right like that's something that obviously you do in real life and maybe that like tv and movies have trained you into a little bit and you're like oh yeah and i can't believe they treat her so unfairly but then like the more you get tricked into this thinking i guess Hmm. it's like you feel kind of bad because she is such a deeply deeply evil person with yeah. every single decision she makes to get ahead of her like co-workers you see that even when she like flippantly like orders executions and you're yeah. like what the fuck yeah or you know with the torture like for her it's more like something that she can like check off her list it's like the, an email like, literally yeah, you know, like, yeah. to-do list. She's like, yeah. oh yeah, I gotta get this done. And like, it's so good because like they really turn this like trope on its head. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you don't want to be rooting for any kind of Imperials. It doesn't matter who they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's not a girl boss. She, no, she's, no, no, no. She's, she's a fascist. And she is a fascist. Yeah, too. it's just like, I re- I'm really glad also in like doing interviews and every, like all the like actors and producers and everyone is like no she's not like she's not captain marvel she's not leia you're not supposed to be like woo, go girl <laughs> no. no she is mini hitler <laughs> that's yeah, what she, she does is. yes no it's pretty good um i really enjoyed that because yeah you find yourself in this position and you're like oh gosh no yeah should not ever happen for anyone yeah, yeah. yes do you want to say something about cyril I feel like I already said what I think mm-hmm. about him. Like I really like he because in the beginning you're not you're not sympathizing with him but you understand where he's coming from and then he gets fucked over by his job and that's that's also a common trope like oh mm-hmm. no the poor hero gets fired after trying to do the right thing yeah. and you're supposed to root for him and you do that for like 0.5 seconds and then you're like wait a second he's super evil and yeah. the way he drifts off because I think the way it can go with Cyril in season two is either he goes fully insane and he's like full fascist or rebellion. Yeah. Like these are the two only ways I can see with him. And so I'm pretty sure they're like going to... Yeah. Or, um, mm-hmm. or just Tarkin 2.0. Like, yeah. Why not? I, that's like the two things, two ways. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because you're sympathizing. Like his mother, she's awful. Oh my God. Yeah. The entire time I was like, just, just kill her. Yeah. And then you're like... Yeah, but you're still a super 
bad person like you yeah. want to be a high-ranking officer in this very fucked up thing and then you're stalking a woman and that's mm -hmm. also something like it's very interesting because i feel so bad because he's a stalker but at the same time you're like yeah but she's also evil but she also she doesn't yeah. deserve that but she kind of does it's like it makes you feel very mm -hmm. conflicted and that's why i like cyril as a character because for like it's just very funny yeah like, that too like the and, patheticness of it all yeah he's so pathetic but at the same time it really makes you conflict like not conflict um what's the word reflect English? yeah Maybe? reflect yes reflect on the feelings you have towards his character and because of his actions towards Deidre and I really like yeah. that because he's more of a storytelling device and you know yeah He is. also enjoyed um, how it showed that the empire's um, propaganda works um, in tandem with capitalism. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he's in his job, but at the same time, like, and he just has this job in this, like, um, I don't know, like, company, right? Yeah. It's just a company. Like, they don't really show us much about it. Um, but, like, he is at the same time so convinced by the Empire's values mm. that he takes his little thing and blows it out of proportion to, like, like yeah. such an extent that, it, like, it kickstarts this whole, like, mess. Mm. And it's really, really interesting. Um, like, because, yeah, his conviction is shown and he's, like, so... Mm in it with the empire that he like worships this woman that he yeah. doesn't know but like she's an isb officer right and she like mm -hmm. she has all this authority so he's literally a bootlegger yeah it's what he does yeah it is what he does it's very interesting and like i thought it was interesting also that they showed like that not every person like loyal to the empire is either like like a typical sleazebag kind mm -hmm. of guy Or, like, um, a high-ranking military officer, like Tarkin, yeah. for example. Yeah. Like, there's these people on the bottom, like, feeding the whole, like, yeah. thing, you know? It's interesting. It's very well done. Because yeah. you can't have a fascist system without people every day enabling it. Supporting it. it. Yeah. yeah, and that's a lot of times, like, when we talk, I mean, of course, here in Germany, we talk about Hitler. And a lot of times they're like, yeah, he was so evil. It's like, what if you could travel back in time and kill Hitler? Like, that's one thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? And yeah. it, it, I'm firm believer maybe it would have changed some things but killing hitler wouldn't have it like this like destroyed the entire system no, no you would have mm -hmm. made him a like a martyr and he would have yes, been the hero who died for you know the nazis and that's and then someone else would have picked up that role and it's yeah. really interesting that you know they really show it because even like in the end how do they win they kill off the emperor they kill off they kill off hitler that's how it wins because you know it's made in the 70s and i really like that they're bringing yeah. that in now like No, it's actually a bit more complicated than just killing off the one guy. Yeah, and that was maybe the <coughs> one good thing they showed with um, like the sequel trilogy, I guess. Yeah. That it's not enough to cut off the snake's head. Yeah. Because like the people are still there. It, it, the system continues. You have to yeah. like disrupt the entire system. And if you don't <laughs> do that, like we still had Nazis. We still have Nazis these days. They no, just yeah. back in the day moved to Argentina. Like... Or the US. to the US, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Start working for them mm. <laughs> in their science programs. What? Yeah. I feel like we are going to see a lot of that in media this, <gasps> this year for some reason. Mm. What? What could it be? Mm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, that that's my thoughts on Cyril. Yeah. Yes. Who else do cool. you have 
thoughts on? I have Mava. I have yeah. thoughts on Mava. Oh, yeah. Because she is such an interesting character. Mm. Um, because at the beginning you think, oh, it's Cassian's elderly, a little kooky mother. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, she doesn't want to turn on the heat. She's sick. She's a little bit like, you know how old women are. Um, very, um, very headstrong. headstrong. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's the word I was like. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she is not only headstrong in the like in her ways, but she's only headstrong in the way that she's convinced of the cause so much that she's willing to like stay for it. Like she mm. didn't want to leave the planet, and you think, oh no, and it's dangerous, and she's just an old woman. But then you learn that mm. she is part of this group that has always been like the daughters of Ferrix, right? Yeah, she's always been there, and she doesn't want to leave her planet behind while she has maybe a better life. No, she is like part of it and like, yeah. that's so good because she then becomes the mother that yeah. needs to kickstart this whole like like violent rebellion that yeah. needs to happen otherwise yeah. like if you wouldn't have chosen violence in that moment nothing would have changed yeah they would have been run over and um you know no that was really 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 good also her quotes like her lines oh, yeah. went hard i wrote down my favorite one that i think about from time to time when um, Cassian leaves her again and he's like, yeah, don't worry about me. And she says, I'll be worried about you all the time. That's just love. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Someone wrote this. <laughs> no. It's so good. Uh, oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And what I also like about her is, even though she is, like, she literally becomes the rebellion. Like, she mm -hmm. is the first brick throne. Yes. Which is... Thank you, universe, for this. Thank you, people. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I do feel conflicted about her because the way she gets to be Cassian's mom, it's problematic. And I'm not yeah, saying she that steals because a child. You, yeah, she just took him. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't help kid in need. Like, you know, that's the one thing we should all agree on. If there's a, like people in need, we should help these people. Mm -hmm. I mean, somehow this is a controversial opinion in some places, but you know how it'd be. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you still, you like, when you think about it for longer, then you're like, oh, but that's weird. White saviorism? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. But also even a step further, because like, Because the white savior is there to change the system and to teach the, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's mm -hmm. the trope. Here it's more like, oh, I'm just going to kidnap that child, more or less. <laughs> and yeah. you don't, it's not like you hate her for it. You get why no. she did it. I really, I do understand, like, you know, that's mm -hmm. the very fucked up situation. But also, like, she's very, she's not like, just, as you said, she's not just a tattery old grandma, you know. She's a badass and I love it. Like, and the way she, you know, as you said, she's part of the planet and then she literally becomes part of the planet. Like, in, in general, yeah. that whole thing with mixing the ashes into brick. That is such, such a cool, cool. thing. Like, that's so yeah. cool. <laughs> like, Indeed. can we do that? That's like, that's cool. Yeah. That has, like, like a side, like, not cyberpunk, but like, it's, it's kind of punk, you know? Like, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, I like. All right. I have, like, the most, like, the next ones are, like, in no particular order. Mm -hmm. um, Bix, I love that she wasn't just a love interest. Because yeah. you always worry about that. Yeah. Always. If you see, mm. oh, there's this woman. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Especially What? since yeah. in another thing that we had watched last year, <laughs> she was that. She was hot 
Hot doctor. Smart doctor. Martinez, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, well, could have been done better. And then they did better. Because yeah. in this one, she is her own character. Like, yeah, um, she is part of Cassian's orbit, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, they're friends, they know each other. But she clearly has set up the connection to Luthen. Yeah. Like, she has done that herself. And then she is so brave throughout the whole thing. You know, like, when she gets mm-hmm. arrested, when the guy... I don't know his name, when he dies, um, you know, when he betrays Cassian. And she's like, she stands up against all of this. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really, really cool. Yeah, I hope we see more of her in season two. I don't know. Like, in general, I'm not sure if we see the characters in the end ever again. Because I think it would be interesting if that would be the end of the story. Because Mm -hmm. Cassian doesn't see them again. Like, I don't know if they're going to go that way. But I think, like, I don't know if I would love it. But it would be interesting. It would be something else for sure. Um, But what I also like with her is, even though you can argue that she gets, you know, arrested and tortured because of Cassian. Like, it's not only that. Like, because there is a signal going out. Because she was desperate enough to send that signal to, like, Luthen's door. Mm-hmm. That's why she gets arrested. And I really like that because it's her own actions that bring her into, like, get her into the situation. And even though it's understandable, it's not like the typical fridging, you know, like, oh no, she's the woman, the love interest, and now she gets tortured. Yeah. So he comes and rescues her. Like, and they also didn't do that by making this such a very sneaky way. Like, he just gets her out. And it's not yeah. like this whole superhero barging in, like, haha, I'm here and I'm saving the girl, the damsel. Um, mm-hmm. And I really like that. That is refreshing. Yeah, it's for sure. Well written. Very I love that. well written. Yeah. Okay, gotta talk about Val and Cinta real quick. There was not that much to them Mm-mm. in general, but they had a believable relationship. Yeah. That was not the center of their personality. Like, and I thought it was really good. Everyone was like, "Oh, maybe they could kiss." And like, yes, I always <laughs> love to see it. Like, you know, like. That they just yeah. show it. Because, I, like, please, Star Wars. You mm. are the biggest universe. Just, you know. Um, but, like, their main focus was the rebellion. And that's why they split up all this time. Or maybe yeah. why Val took on this, like, different persona um, mm. among her peers. Like, similar to Luthen, right? Yeah. Like, it was really, really good. And I thought it was refreshing. And we have to say it because this is a gay sci-fi podcast. Finally, some fucking real gay people or queer lesbians, yeah. probably. Queer people on yeah. Star Wars. Can you believe? <laughs> what? I did not expect that. <laughs> never. I never, no. never. I thought it would never happen. I thought, yeah, some random character you've mentioned once in a book somewhere. Yeah. Some obscure reference. And you're just like, okay, sure. Yeah. Yes. And one thing but, yeah. I also liked about their relationship, as you said, is it wasn't a focus because no romantic relationship was a focus. Mm-hmm. It's not like, like, it's not like you had, you know, like any good relation. Like there weren't any good romantic relationships. There wasn't no. one couple where I would be like, oh, you're currently in a healthy relationship because that's what I like about the relationship. Like it's not healthy the way they snap at no. each other and the way they're constantly on edge and you know the whole thing and it's very much of desperation brings us together and Mm -hmm. if this i wouldn't be like if they were under normal life circumstances they probably wouldn't hang out you know and i really like that that you know the rebellion pushes them together yeah indeed the circumstances are um such that they yeah 
I'm yeah. yeah, and I'm just glad they didn't go down the road of oh, these are queer people. They're in a relationship, and it's like not fitting the tone at all. But they just want to make sure that you know that they're gay. You know, like which yeah. sometimes happens, and it does. that's nice. Yeah, yeah, indeed, they are what Joe Russo could never achieve <laughs> alive. <laughs> he he died in Captain America: Civil War. He was in a bathtub. I, I saw you. Joe or Anthony, I don't know which one. Uh, one of them. One um, of them. He died. <laughs> He's dead canonically. Is it his twin? Is it a yes. clone? That's Maybe the evil it's a clone. clone. Yeah. They, oh, it's a scroll. It's oh yeah, that. Like oh, <laughs> another minority. <laughs> Not only gay, but also scroll or clone. Basically, oh my god. Like Teddy, right? Teddy Altman. <laughs> yeah. He's gay and a scroll. Yeah. And a Cree. So yeah. his life is interesting. Yeah. Um, no, yes. Um, absolutely. I'm with you fully um, with Bell and Cinta. I was delighted because like it didn't feel like they were teasing you with it either. Mm -mm. It's like like it wasn't queer baiting or anything. Like they were in a relationship and they yeah. made it clear at some point. I think like one of them even said, I love you. Yeah. That's why I love you or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, very good. Everyone else making any Star Wars properties or any any anything in life, please take notes. Dave Filoni, I I know you said we wouldn't mention him. Take your fucking notebook out, bitch. Yeah, like come <clears throat> on, like you have, you have. There's a possibility for you, my my guy in Ahsoka. Bestie. To 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 do like make a ship canon that a lot of people ship. So just do it and it will make the gays and the furries happy just indeed just go and yes and it's something that hasn't like that doesn't have to have a big impact no on the, um, they literally on the already universe. live together you know like, yeah they already just, share their legolas and gimli happy end yeah just yeah. make it happen yes indeed okay which I mean, characters do you s sorry you go opportunities out there i'm just saying there's many opportunities out there yeah. Many. Yep. Um, Luthen. I think we should talk about Luthen. Hmm. Because Luthen was not what I expected in the beginning. No. Not at all. Mm -mm. From the way he changed his whole everything. Mm -hmm. So persona, his looks, his hair, his out uh, everything. Yeah. Um, on Coruscant to his influence in the rebellion because he is kind of the glue that like connects all these like yeah. guerrilla groups right yeah because the rebellion at this point this is something you learn by watching rebels too it's more like cells that mm -hmm. aren't interconnected because many of them are afraid that if they do connect to others yeah that they will then be found out right and he is kind of the like underlying network between yeah them, right a bit like fulcrum but also not quite I do believe that um, Kessler yeah. will become Fulcrum next season. Mm, same. Um, yeah. No, but it's like it was really, really good. And he really showed these, like he connected the two sides that we mm. see in the um, in the show, right? Because you have this working class and like he's yeah. part of them. But also he's part of the high society upper class thing. Yeah. But he doesn't love it. No. He yeah. hates it with all his life. And like the speech he makes oh, in I mean, episode... Yeah. Uh, 11, 10. 10. 
uh, one of the best things I've ever like heard in a yeah. Star Wars context. Yeah, it's it could have been written by like um, by like a real writer. You know? Yeah, not just not George Lucas. <laughs> not George that's Lucas, for sure. Yeah. No, yes, yeah, it it was so well written and like, and it it's it, it's it summarizes the show so well. It literally mm -hmm. tells you, like, the show tells you, like, none of these people are important. Like, to you, they're important because you like them or not. But you still enjoy Depending. the character. Yeah. yeah. You know. You're invested in what happens You're invested. To them. But at the same time, it's not like you, you, you know, they're expendable. Like, they die. That's the one thing they yeah. told us. Like, people will die. And some people, get, you don't even see them die. You know? They literally say, I can't swim and your world breaks apart. And, yes. you know, and at the same time, it, I don't know, like, it's so well done. The whole, like, monologue and the way he puts the living fear in that, you know, undercover agent. It was, like, yeah. so well and done. Yeah, ISB guy with the, yeah. with the mustache. mustache. Who is obviously doing something good, you know, he's, mm -hmm. you know. But at the same time, you're like, yeah, buddy. Like, if you want to fight fascists, that's not going to be... A Sunday evening affair, like yeah, that's gonna one suck. And done. Yeah, you yeah. have to do it constantly, and that's mm -hmm. how you win. Like another thing, you know, you can only win against fascism if you work against it every day. And I'm like, indeed, yeah, fucking amazing. Yeah, no, Ruthen was very like entertaining. Also, like his front of the antiques shop, so cool because yeah. he has this like access to also all this knowledge with like the holocrons and. It's such a believable front. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's it makes so, so much sense. Smart. And yeah. it's interesting because like um like in every single review that you will read about Endor, everyone will sing its praises in the terms that it does not it does connect to the larger universe, mm. but not in a like what yeah. they call cheesy way. There's no skywalkers, there's yeah. no lightsabers, there's no and I'm like, no, but there's so much like still so much like fan service in it mm. like oh, you cannot yes. deny like you cannot deny that honestly no. and it's not a people bad like, thing it's yeah and i hate that like a lot of people act as if it's good because it, like it's not that no that is star wars though yeah like, just because in, like, you only watch the skywalkers and not anything else <laughs> yeah <laughs> doesn't like, maybe, mean that that's what star wars has always been about you know like that's literally yeah. the big fault of the sequels They tried yes. to make it the Skywalker thing so hard that it fucking failed. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, yes. And also, like, I hate the fact that they all say, oh, Jedi have to be cheesy. No, maybe watch Rebels. Honestly, maybe maybe watch Rebels. Yeah. Like, right. They destroyed me on so many levels. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, it was so well done. And just because they're like, oh, yeah, the Jedis are just the Skywalkers and Mace Windu and, you know, Yoda. And I'm like, no, like, literally not. Like, that's literally the point of it all. Yep, that uh, is the point of it all. Yeah. But some people, um, I don't know what they do. Stupid. That's what Stupid. they do. Stupid. But yeah. yes, no, I am. Um, but I like the fan service in the terms that they showed you his full antique shop and everything that was in it. Yeah. Also, it's interesting how quickly so many things like ended up in there you know mm -hmm. like especially like like thinking of Padma's like headdress like obviously Bale and Mon Mothma were her like friends are still yeah. there they're still working and I'm like hmm it's kind of feels like weird it's like, kind of weird fucked in a, up but it's, at it's the same time up, it yeah. makes sense you know it's mm -hmm. like 
because they do just take like these are rich people they just take like that's what they do they take and they take and they take and then they complain that they don't have enough and yes that's the conditions like it's the same thing in Mm -hmm. real life yeah so indeed indeed yeah Yeah, no that was good um i enjoyed that a lot like luthan as a character in general Mm. like i don't know if we will see that much more of him next season mm. and i don't know if we will learn much more about him i don't think we will and i am fine with that because yeah. there was much speculation or maybe he is a jedi and he showed him this thing but and why he had yeah. these like lasers on his um on his like spaceship and stuff and i was like yeah that's just weaponry. we don't need to we no. don't need we don't and need the thing that, is actually. like i'm totally fine with knowing this is just a rich guy who integrated himself in the working class to create a rebellion because yeah. he knows what is happening is really fucked up. Like, that's so much more interesting than, oh, he could be a Jedi. No, real people affect change, not just the Jedi, you know? That was what the whole thing was about. And yeah. also what the people praised. And then yeah. on the other hand, like, it's weird. Yeah. Yet again, people are like, I don't know what you want. Yeah. I don't know what you want. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, Um. absolutely. So I think lastly, we will have to talk because like, like, yeah, we could talk about Andy Serkis in this, in this I, show. I will Kino. sing his praises in a second, but yes. Yes. Yeah. But I think we, sh- we should, like, um, close off this bit here by mm-hmm. talking about Mon Mothma. Yeah. Because she shows the money struggle in a very interesting way. As we said yeah. in the beginning, um, like, she has everything she could ever ask for. She's from yeah. a, like, good family. Her husband is rich. She's a senator. She, like, has all this money, but she, at the same time, struggles with it so much because she gives it all away, on the one hand. And on the other hand, like, she doesn't want to be detected. Like, she just, a little, maybe frivolously even, spend it on the rebellion because she was like, oh, I've got it all, I've got it all, I can do it. And then it came back to bite her in the ass. Like, she took it for granted in a very interesting way. And now, like, it has turned back around so that she had to give up one of the things that was most important to her i think which is like her daughter's um, yeah. like independence hmm. that's interesting right like it's something you don't really see a lot um usually if like the like in a like show where like someone goes broke that was really rich before it's usually because mm-hmm. of their own fault or maybe because of selfishness but here it was like selflessness but at the same yeah. time like it wasn't thought through right the, yeah hmm. yeah yeah, that was pretty interesting, I think. Yeah, and I really liked, as you said, with her daughter, because there's some speculation. Me I, I, Yeah, and I see, like, with her, I see both. There are some people who say the why she's married, like, going into these traditions, which are clearly fucked up because it's child marriage. Um, it's very <laughs> disturbing. But that's the thing. Like, some people say, oh, she's doing that because she knows her mom is in the rebellion and she wants to do her part. But a part of me also believes, like, no, this is a daughter lashing out against her mother because that's what teenagers do. They make stupid, incredibly awful decisions based on what their parents are doing. And the father clearly is a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's, like, he's not even actively evil. Like, he's not, like, mustache twirling. He's just... He's just Christian Lindner. Like... (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah, like, I thought about that very much these last couple of days because I've been watching the first season of The White Lotus and it feels the exact same. This is not a guy who actively means to harm someone else, yeah. but because he takes his privilege for granted in like, such a 
such a wide way, basically. Yeah. He um, harms other people with it. He's just and so he used to his money. Yes, he's very, like, I don't know what, like, like, um, entitled. like an airhead. Yeah. Oh, both of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes. So yeah, yeah, but that's one thing I really like because you can like that moment where she ha like realizes, oh, I have to marry off my daughter to the mm -hmm. son of this incredibly evil, disgusting scumbag to make sure that we're not all going to die. And yeah. the way you don't know for sure if her daughter is doing what she's doing to help or because she wants to rebel against her own mother. It's just it's so well done because you don't feel sympathy it's like not like there's like some rich person and they're losing their money and you're supposed to feel sad for them because yeah. they know that no one watching that show will have that but you feel bad for her because everything in her life is spiraling out of control and That's she's right. just trying so hard to get it together and we know at some point she's gonna just blow it all and she's gonna say fuck it i'm the rebellion and she's gonna be like a public figure for it but at that point she isn't there yet and it's really interesting to see how she, like this version when we later on know that version of powerful rebellion leader and mm -hmm. you know strategist and you know public figure yeah yeah yes indeed no i really like that as well yes i really like my mothma in general Same. but like you said ever since watching this i was like yeah the obsession has fully formed yeah she's so she's ah uh, she's and the way they used like you probably saw the gifts with the like the shape of the prison yes. and the shape of the floor and the ceiling and the room and i was like yes thank you set people thank thank you everyone who worked on this so oh good. because existence is a prison and life is a curse and for these people it really is <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah. oh wow it's so good yeah um also something that we should mention is that this is a good example for very successful successful recasting yeah because a lot of the time some people in star wars <coughs> dave filoni don't believe in recasting yeah which i, I don't understand because mm -mm. in this instance like it's done so well she encapsulates like the whole spirit and the yeah. demeanor and like everything that makes her like the character basically yeah she does it so well and i believe that other people could achieve that for other characters too yep it's not like mon mothma was like unimportant ever no know? no and it's it's weird that they don't do that but you know that's just that's just another yeah kind of worms maybe we'll talk about that in like six months ish yeah ish okay i feel like mm -hmm. i'm gonna close this off now with yeah. any circus i just want to yeah. say he broke my heart like yeah. acting wise i think everyone was incredible and he did stand out especially in these few episodes because his the like it's so well done like you in the beginning and for the first some like sometime you're like yikes because he's clearly like a leader in that prison system thing But the moment your brain is like, oh, he's also trapped in that hellhole, literal hellhole, um, you just, I don't know, and the way they get to that point with Olaf, where he's like, how many guards? 12 on each floor. And you're just like, fuck yeah. And then, I mean, only one way out. We're already yeah. dead. Like, so many raw lines. And I think, I think for Cassian, he was probably, in my opinion at least, the most influential part 
of like his journey to become a rebel because I don't think Cassian would have ended up the way he did without you know seeing like you can give yourself up for a cause because that's what he does like he yeah he can't fucking swim <laughs> I'm like, and he knew that and he, he knew it yeah. was the only way out and yes. still he aided them in yeah. that way wow yeah like, and that's so well done and that's why i like the character so much because yeah. i think he is what cassian is later and some part yeah. of me like i'm always saying like oh the force goes ha, ha, ha but some part of me really hopes that you know he looks down on what happens later and is like that's my boy yeah <laughs> that's the no, wet that noodle would... i helped <laughs> the wet cat yeah yes indeed so yeah no i thought so too um, Kino also like in the yeah, scene when name. they're right. yeah that's his name <laughs> when they're in the um, control center of the prison mm -hmm. oh. and you see that Cassian has had such an influence on him as mm. well when he's like you know when they're like basically hyping themselves up yeah. to like take charge and they can do this and they can take over the prison just the two of them mm. in this moment yeah really good oh, yeah they it's had really, such good really like good. on screen chemistry like mm -hmm. it's like all of the characters i gotta say yeah, there wasn't like really really well yeah and they they made it work and the writing was well done like in general i think that's why the show is so amazing is the full picture works mm -hmm. and yeah because sometimes the pacing might have been a bit too slow for some people and i, I really do get it I enjoyed it a lot, but I do get it. And sometimes there were a few things where you would be like, okay, hmm. but because everything works and because you're invested, you don't mind if something is a bit off. Yeah. It's not like a multiverse of madness or a Batman where, where you're sitting there. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Yesterday I saw a video. Oh my God, I'm getting off topic. But yesterday I saw a video how they filmed the car chase scene in Batman. <laughs> and I almost started throwing up again because the way they were like, and the thing is, I'm pretty sure they gave it their all. Like they, they explained how they shot it on like different parts of like different streets and stuff. But mm -hmm. like they had these, they basically put a car on like something, rakes or something and mm -hmm. threw water at them and had like LED screens. So the... The cars in the ridge when they were shooting, no. because they didn't want to put the actual actors in there because they could die. <laughs> yes. um, they had like cameras on the outside, and that's why you don't see anything because these are like the like there's not even like planning in this. No, they just put together very awful, you know, close-ups because otherwise you wouldn't be able to see the screen in the background. Yeah. And I was like, explains this explains so much. So much. Yeah. I can't, I still cannot believe that some people really said to me, what, that was one of the best scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. Huh? Scene is very... <laughs> first um, off. Yeah, first scene off. is maybe not the right word here. Yeah. And I was like, have you ever seen a car chase? Like, honestly, truly. And I'm, like every single superhero movie has like a car chase, bike chase, yeah. airplane chase, starship chase. We wanted chase, to make anything. a like, bicycle or tandem yeah. bicycle chase scene. Yeah. Anything. That would be and, cool. Yeah. Or like um, a unicycle. <laughs> yeah. Or like... um. Or like the like um the 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 bike that Chris Pine like rides in Princess Diaries yeah. too, something like that. <laughs> the old timey ones. Yeah. Yeah. Or like donkey mm. on donkey or something. <laughs> donkey on donkey. <laughs> you know, give yeah. me something. Yeah, give me, <laughs> Add give some, me some flavor. Spice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
so yeah no but that's yeah and mm -hmm. that's why you know like that's why the movies suck because the, the like nothing works and no, here and most of everything works and the things yes. that don't necessarily work you don't notice too badly because as we said we don't have much to criticize yes and also something i really want to say because a lot of the time a lot of the time mm -hmm. these directors like um, matt reeves mm. for example or christopher nolan or quentin tarantino martin scorsese they're all very loud about their own genius and how they're all so yeah. good at writing and directing and mm. like it all works together and it's so brilliant and here's something that is truly in my opinion truly brilliant because yeah. it's believable in space where nothing should ever feel real technically yeah. and it's very quiet about its own genius yeah and i really love that same yeah. it was so good. yeah Amazing closing statement. I feel like we can end it now. Yes, I gave the movie uh, the movie the show a one plus. Same, yeah. And I also forgot to say something at the beginning, ruining my own closing statement. But the music is by Nicholas. I also forgot the music. It was Brittell. so good. It was so and good. It really, perfectly integrated into the show, the, especially the opening credits. And yes, the way the opening credits build up, like the like the band on Ferrix Road I was like what yes, the fuck <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and also like the sound design in general when they oh. had the um, like when they all hit the belts and like yeah. the percussions and, and when I learned that that's something that actually exists yeah. in like um, like South America well. yeah and also you know the way you could feel the vibrations when a TIE fighter was going by because that yeah. shit is scary like if you live in an area where sometimes where they do aerial combat training and stuff That shit is annoying as fuck if you're lucky and scary to you if you're, you know, don't like yeah. that kind of stuff. So I really like that. Yeah, we fucked up your closing statement. <laughs> But we've been talking oh, yeah. for forever now. So yeah. it's a good thing that we're... Yes, done. Yes. Done, done, done. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, so yeah, what we're doing now is a play around, an updated new version <laughs> New year, new rules of Barclays Day. Mr. Barclay is Barclay. Barclay! Lieutenant Barclay. Barclay! Mr. Barclay. Broccoli makes me nervous, Captain. I don't think so. Good. I look forward to your report, Mr. Broccoli. I need to write down the rules with you because I instantly forgot about them. So please yeah. tell me, what is... Okay, so our first category is definitely that you and this character that you've been given by the other person are going on a family vacation. A full-on family, it doesn't even matter which one. It could be the beach, it could be hiking in the woods, Let's it could be skiing, beach, I don't care. Eat. Let's go get But a like, like a full-on <laughs> family vacation with yeah. all the trappings, you know, like yeah. everything that belongs with that. Yeah, Annoying siblings and... Car rides and it all, all of it, it all, yeah. Yes, and then the next one is that this character, as far as I've understood it, <laughs> this character will have to give a presentation on a topic that you choose beforehand. But I don't know if they ate you in the presentation. No, it's or... like imagine you had that one presentation in school where you were completely mm -hmm. perplexed mm -hmm. that you had to give it. Imagine that, but with a topic you didn't know beforehand. So basically, I'm giving you the characters and I'm also giving you the topic for the presentation. 
Okay. Yeah. And they have to hold the presentation then. With you. Take in the scenario. Oh, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, together. Yeah. Um, good. Yes. Um, and the last one is that you are a Starfleet captain. Congratulations, you've been promoted. Ooh. And you have to choose a first officer for your ship. Pretty simple. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Should I should I give you my characters first? Sure. Because I did go with this theme and the moment I tell you the topic of the presentation, you will know what the theme is. Okay. So my first character I have for you is Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. The second character I have for you is Loki from the MCU. You can choose whichever because there's <laughs> 25,000. And the yeah. third character for I have for you is Suko from Avatar. And the character, the presentation, the topic will be how do people develop daddy issues? <laughs> <laughs> So it's like in a psych class. Yep. <laughs> okay. I love... Wow, this is my favorite thing you've ever picked and chosen. Like, this is perfect, Alex. Galaxy brain. <laughs> mm, yes. Okay. So, you know what? I'm going all out here and I'm saying I want Suko to be on my family vacation. Because there's... Like, I don't know if you've seen the episodes, but there's this arc in, like, season three of Avatar. I think it's season three of Avatar, The Last Airbender, because it's hmm. fire, right? Book fire. And they're on this island, Suko and his friends and his sister, where they are basically on a family hmm. vacation. It's really funny, because especially when they start playing volleyball, and it's like yeah. fire-bending volleyball, mm. and he gets really competitive, like, hilarious. I yeah. love these episodes. I should rewatch them, honestly. Maybe you should, yeah. Yeah, no, they're great. Um, so I think it would just be really funny, because on the one hand, he's, like, really, like, gloomy, and, mm. like, I'm not like the other guys, <laughs> and... I'm so good at what I do and I've been wronged all my life. And he kind of has, but yeah. also not in the way he thinks he hmm. has. You know, it's really good. And, yeah. you know, I love a good, like, running, like, over to the other side storyline. It's great. Like, yeah, redemption arc. Well done. I love him a lot, actually. Yes. Okay. So that is one thing. Then I guess the thing is I really want Luke to give the presentation but i don't want loki to be my first officer this is hard nice i did it yeah, i created you, an impossible scenario you did you really did so like the thing is like i think loki could tell you a lot about the daddy issues issues because much like luke he has had more than one father figure in his life and all of them have wronged him in a really pretty bad way um oops. <laughs> oops um much like luke he's into older men with mustaches i see i see the connection <laughs> <laughs> yep. um yeah yeah no we're, we're there um so yeah no the thing is luke is very dependable yeah um like don't listen to, to what jj abrams tells you luke is a very stable and dependable person he will be with you if don't you he's, think the thing is he's loyal but he he's very did loyal. fuck off to do jedi training and then reappeared suddenly like he but can be stable he has the potential to be stable i feel like yes <laughs> especially after his training yeah. and like if you are commanding a starship you do wish 
like while he was like fighting actively fighting for the rebellion yeah. i think he like yeah was there and he fought you mm -hmm. know so it's not like <clears throat> he disappeared mid-battle or yeah. anything not like other people sometimes yeah. do um no um yeah and then loki will give his presentation with you <laughs> with me yeah and maybe we can find out together why we all collective like maybe i think about that i think about that too much i think maybe we just talked ourselves into daddy issues yeah i don't think like and i'm not saying they're not real obviously i'm not saying they're not real but maybe a lot of us collectively have talked ourselves into this headspace yeah because i have great parents like they're very much not respective of any boundaries that i set like not they are still your parents like it's still hard sometimes but it's yeah. not like they left like, you I'm to die or, or yeah something like that you know no and it's very they were always there and stuff but like something yeah, no, for therapy <laughs> something for therapy or for this one psych class where we yeah. are like um surely you've heard of daddy issues before <laughs> um surely you have if yeah. you've been on the internet in the last like 10 years yes Okay, cool. amazing. I love I that. I love that one. Yeah. I love that one. Minus also minus minus just people that I saw today while watching TV um at work because I am at That's home. What you do? Yeah. <laughs> home it's office. That's what I do. Yeah. Home office life. The first one is someone that I've thought about a lot today because he's great. He's amazing. You know him. His name is Quinlan Ross. Mhm. Mm I love him. He's such a great character. Yes. Yes. The second one is your favorite character, and like I don't know if we've had him, but it's Kid Fisto. Oh, I'm pretty sure we've had him, but I enjoy him deeply. Yeah. Yes, and Surfer. we have new rules now, so yeah, yeah. we can do and it. And the last one is someone who was, as I learned yesterday, confirmed bisexual in a tweet. It's the one, the only Lando Calrissian. Right, I do remember. Yeah, I forgot that. all about that. Yeah. Yeah, I Disney's first gay character. Um. <laughs> Okay. So, and the topic of the presentation, which you will have to hold, is Vulcan biology. The biology of Vulcans? That Vulcan <laughs> biology? <laughs> that one. Yes. Because I saw a um, a crossover fan fiction, like a Star Trek Star Wars crossover fan fiction. I haven't read it. And you it didn't was... send it my way. I am appalled. I can look for it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Afterwards. Like, because sometimes I read that crackhead shit and I'm like, this is... Sometimes it's really well done. A lot of times it isn't. <laughs> I don't think this is one... Like, it was about something Ponfar and... I don't oh, know. okay. So, that kind of so, crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes, okay. indeed. Um, well, let me think. I think I would take... I honestly think, because our family vacations are great until a certain moment. And that moment usually is when my parents without any reason, halfway through the vacation, get super stressed and panic and make stress about having to go home and packing and being super annoyed. And every time I'm like, why? We still have yeah. three days left. It's I don't know. It's been a while since I went on a proper family vacation. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, the experience of my life. The overall so, thing. Yeah. So I think I would take Lando on the family vacation because I think he would be a good icebreaker. And having him yes. there would really take off the attention of me and my brothers. And I think yeah. also it would be really funny to be cramped in a car with him and him complaining the entire time. I don't know. Yeah. I, can, I can see that. And then I think 
I would t- hold the presentation. I would um, with Quinlan. Quinlan. I always pronounce his name weird. Um, because he's very funny. Yeah. He, yeah, he's legitimately very, very funny. Um, and I don't know. I think it would be just a lot of fun. Because honestly, like, if you have to improvise on that topic, do you know anything about that? We don't know that. So it's just going to be two idiots. Things. We know <laughs> that their liver is where their heart is and the other way around. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Ponfa. And we and the secret eyelid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think I would do that because I think that would be genuinely a lot of fun. And that means that Kid Fisto is my first officer. And I'm very glad with that because honestly, I don't even know why I like him so much. Sometimes I think about that because he doesn't have to have much of a role. He's just there. But maybe that's why. Because you can really... He's just... You know he's not a troublemaker. Like He's he's a a surfer dude. And he's funny. And he... He's the only one who seems to have a good time. Um, at least, you know, there's one Clone Wars episode with Quinlan. And, you know... I like, mean, Quinlan is having a good time in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, Kid Fisto makes more of an appearance. That's what I wanted to say. But, like, yeah, yeah. these are the two people, I feel like, who are the only people who have a good time in the entirety of everything. Yep. At least, you know, not unlike, oh, I had a good moment. More I'm like, oh, I'm genuinely, you know, happy to be here. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It and is I true. think, you know, if you have someone like that who can, he, he's very chill, which is helpful mm-hmm. because I tend to get a bit, you know, clenched up when it's stressful. Oh, so yeah. I, 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 I think that would work. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I could also see Kit Fisto passing around edibles. Edibles. And for those of you who don't want to choose, candy. Like, I'm pretty, like, he's that guy, you know, and I'm pretty sure he always brings, like, weird. Like, he tries to make, like, you know, like, pike, like, a dinner party or something. And yeah. then he makes, like, weird seal food that no one can eat because it's raw or something. Like, we'll yeah. be, like, like Klingon food, but somehow mm. worse. <laughs> because somehow it's just worse. too salty. Yeah, no, <laughs> I see it. I yeah. see it. Yeah, and I think I would have a good time with him. Like, I think he would be very, you know, fun to work with. <laughs> I think so, too. No, absolutely. So, yeah. Amazing. New categories. How exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. Now we know what we're going to do for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's time. Paula, who or what is your fuck fuck? I sure hope this is the last time I'm saying this <laughs> in my whole life ever, but it's our thesis, which has Ouch. like yeah. a tiny bit. In the grand scheme of things, very, very few things that are left Mm. to do. Yeah. But these things now have to be actively done. Yeah. (laughs) And I hate that. I don't love it. I hate it. Every time I feel really dumb doing it. Mm. (laughs) It's always a thing. like Because this is the technically the culmination of everything you've learned in your higher education now. But we didn't learn anything. We first off didn't learn much, <laughs> and second off, it's like, especially with like I did all the statistics now, like it's all done, but like and I know it's like I did it right, but mm. I don't it doesn't feel like it. I'm like this is the dumbest shit I've ever done. None of this makes sense. So I so guess the, the usual c- experience of writing <laughs> the statistic part of a paper. Yes, indeed, <laughs> it yeah. sucks. I don't yeah. like it. But it has Same. to be done. And the thing is, yeah. we're almost done. I think we're 
even ahead of schedule right now, which is great. Yeah. It's awesome, but I hate doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, who or what is your fuckfucker? Um, the way I almost lost all of my fingers yesterday while trying to open up a package. <laughs> um, yeah. It's Hermes because they did, I ordered because I'm, I just moved and I ordered like a lamp for my living room. Yeah. And sometimes when you get a lamp that might be made of glass. I know it's a shocking concept. Crazy concept. And I opened up the package and literally glass was falling into my vicinity. Of course, after I just, you know cleaned the floors vacuumed. and stuff yeah, yeah vacuumed and i was like great thank you and mm -hmm. i was sitting there in my like socks and like jogging pants and i was like great no glasses literally everywhere this is amazing and i don't know like i don't know what they do with packages like in general like do they throw them probably so yeah mm -hmm. i know i have to like my dad comes on friday and now we have to get a new one but in general like it's really sucks because i i'm thinking i will try to pick out most of the glass and put it like in a bag or something because i also don't want the people who like if i hand it in in ikea like if they yeah. open up the package i don't want them to hurt themselves because i mm. almost slow sliced off my head like not off but open my hand yeah i did it. i almost look skywalkered myself here <laughs> sometimes i have to yeah so yeah that's my fuck fuck because that was really annoying because i was genuinely looking forward to that because it's all coming together yeah. now and it's not because it's in shambles <laughs> it literally in shambles yeah. <laughs> so yeah Hura, what is your fuck fuck uh do no, my dude oh <laughs> well my dude and i know you're listening to this Julian, because this is a star wars episode that you actively listen to but it was great because like these are your friends right Julian and anna are your friends yeah and now they're my friends too yeah. <laughs> and i've met them in person now that's because so, yeah that's actually very funny yeah yeah that's really funny um but before this we've only ever seen each other like on zoom or something mm. or like you know like texted or whatever and now we have met yeah <laughs> that was great <laughs> how to know that you are part of the digital generation yes <laughs> we meet our friends in real life <laughs> it was like the thing is yeah we we don't live that far apart they live in the same like state that my parents live in mm. so i could like on my way back here i just mm. like made a longer stop yeah and i was like hi hello yeah let's chat <laughs> it was no it was it was genuinely really fun and you know he's very knowledgeable mm. about star wars yeah so that's really really fun he did not know who eli vanto is like <gasps> fake fake throne fan i'm very yeah. sorry but you are a fake throne fan because <laughs> if you don't know his boy toy then i don't even know what's happening <laughs> oh, I'm not ready for all the Mega oh, Man I am. memes I am and the last thing. Oh, I am so ready. Like honestly, and and you're not even like maybe you won't even see much of it. I am going to see every single yes. bit of it yes. online. I won't on social media and at work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely at work. No, it's great. Like honestly, mm. I'm really like like I said it before, and I will say it again. Ahsoka is the thing I'm looking forward to most this year. Like yes. Mandalorian probably gonna be great or maybe not or maybe I don't even <laughs> we'll know. We'll see. I don't have that much faith in it anymore. I'm really sorry, but like, ooh. controversial opinion. Maybe the it thing sucks. Is, I get it. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll have to talk about that off screen, like off <laughs> because of, of, of Mike. Yeah. Um, but like Ahsoka, like for some reason, I have such high hopes for this fucking show. 
I don't know. The thing is, I always say, I don't want much, but I want the gang to be reunited. And yeah. if we don't get hugged, like if Hera doesn't get to hug her kids, I will I will sue. I will be like, no, this is it. I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> I am leaving. Like these I'm are gone. her kids, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. Disney. Yes. I'm indeed. gonna. I already like, know that I'm gonna get the thing I want most, which is, you know, Ahsoka and Anakin like yeah. talking about what yeah. happened. Something I think about every single day is that he killed her. He actively killed her. In yep. hindsight, Ezra then took her out of that. But like, every he did. He did. Day, yeah. It's really like, fucked I, up. And it's, it's quite really explicit. Yeah. Like, not is, in the way we see it happen, but it's, you know, like, what happens. Like, even they though they don't you. necessarily like, show and you. And she talks about it with him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Later. you can't. Like, oh man, major spoilers for Rebels, I guess. Maybe we should write this in the um, description. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. but. Oh, God. Yeah. No, um, so, <laughs> something else you want to say? I don't know. Well, my dude is... Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, did you not feel <laughs> so caught up in the feelings of yeah. Star Wars? The Soka Anakin feelings were too powerful, I get oh, it. They every day, yeah. every single day. <laughs> so, yeah, um, mm -hmm. my dude, funnily enough, kind of also Julian, because I moved... <laughs> And I was really sick. Um, I had yeah. a high fever. I was running on ibuprofen and, you know, like painkillers. Mm. So I'm just so glad because my older brother couldn't come. He was also sick. <laughs> He wasn't there on <laughs> Christmas either. I was lying in bed like Christmas Eve. I was just had it like I had like 39.5 de like, degrees Celsius fever. So I was out of it. And yeah. we still managed to do everything. We built everything. And even though I didn't know what was going on most of the time, everything worked. And Julian was part of that gang. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. And in general, it's just I have a new apartment and it's finally coming together. I'm getting more stuff from Ikea. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the pieces it should be. Not new ones. <laughs> and... um I don't know. I'm like, yeah, this is finally coming together. And I'm like, I'm already in love with my living room. And I'm waiting for, you know, like, what's it called? An armchair and mm -hmm. a few new, like, um, bookshelves. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm ready. And hopefully a new lamp. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Friday. What yeah. do I think? Yeah. So, yeah, it's Julian twice. <gasps> He did it. I He better listen to this episode. <laughs> If not, we will know. <laughs> Because will he know, probably yeah. will text us about it, yeah. And he's gonna be like, you forgot so many things. Sorry, we've been talking for too long. Mm, almost two hours. Oops. So, yeah. It happens. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Trying to channel my anchor voice, but it's getting hard. But if you had opinions... On Andor. And if you're someone else, then Julian. Because Julian will text us anyway, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you're someone else and you also want to reach out, you can do that on Instagram and on Twitter under deep underscore space underscore gay. And we have an email address called deep.space.gay at gmail.com. Well done. Thank you. And now there's only one thing left to say. And that is stay safe, stay sane. And then we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.